0: Good afternoon, everybody, and uh, thanks for hanging around. Uh, we've got the graveyard shift here. Um, we hope that people are still still with us. But um, we've we've got a a quick display here of some of the things we, that Barry had um, mentioned in terms of what was happening at Wollongong and some ideas there. Uh, my role in this in this first part is just to give you some uh, a quick snippet, a quick insight into some of the um, programs and some of the subjects that we have there at the moment. We're not going live, so it's just uh, to give you some ideas about uh, what we've been doing there. Um, this first slide um, is, in, is related to the Faculty of Education. One of the programs there called our Graduate Diploma, our DipEd, which is only a one-year program. And this one-year program has um, about 270 students um, from all over the state and about 120 of those are, are usually uh, from, from Canada. And uh, so one of, the, one of the main tasks in, in this short time is to get this group together, to gel them in some way as a community. Um, and so our DipEd, we, we created this uh, one-stop shop. And so as part of that, we've tried to bring together a number of programs that we have in an all-inclusive sort of environment. And so uh, we, we feel that uh, the, this particular website has, has worked really well for this the other the other feature of this too this is not all delivered by by <laughs> lecturers that are on campus we have quite a number of uh teachers uh who are practicing teachers who teaches the methods subjects and their their role is to um, be able to um, look at the methods associated with this particular course and so the internal and external um, input by lecturers on and off campus is an important part of this course and so these teachers um, are able to get together on this particular site. Just one other aspect of that too, we have, um, we have a number of dis- different systems um, where students communicate across campus. One of them is called SOLS, our student online service. Um, there is also a student management system and so there are a number of those and we try as part of this to bring these all together where students are not going to a number of different places where they have to um, communicate with each other and with students. Uh, with the uh, lecturers, and as as Barry alluded to in the first part, um, they come together at the start of the year. Um, they all come from all over the place, and we have the sort of we have used this as a as, as a social uh, spot as well, where they're able to um, they're able to provide some of these photos, and as as an ongoing thing to create some sort of social presence. Um, so we've tried to make it quite graphic in that respect. Another, another snippet that we find uh, is very useful as part of this course and a number of other sites that we have is the ability for uh, students to share some of their resources. Quite often uh, a lot of the resources, assessment tasks and so on are only seen by the lecturer and they're not seen by um, the, other, the other pre-service teachers. And so this particular grab bag here, one of the tasks that the students have had to do, was to prepare a, a, a casual day, what they would do if they were going out teaching in a, uh, in a school on a casual day. And so the particular lecturer here wanted them divided up into the stages, the early stage one, stage two, as we have in New South Wales. And so the students had to actually post up. So these particular pre-service teachers were then going away with uh, a collection of resources that they they would be able to use whether they when they go out on their practicum. Or whether or not uh, is when they become uh, go out as full-time teachers, and so that that's a, another useful um, function that uh, we find that these teachers use. We also have a uh, from across the education faculty uh, many students involved in varying stages of um, research, and uh, for those of you that have done any uh, sort of research in uh, in a in an institution like a uh, university would know that quite often the research is quite a lonely road. And so what we've endeavoured to do as part of this one here is to bring together these students, whether they be on campus or be in some other part of the world, and uh, had to get it and talk a little bit about their research. So instead of being able to find a lot of the resources and hints, tips and tricks that they need for their research, um, they had to talk a little bit about what their research is about, and then also any particular resources that they um, were able to use for that. And we're looking forward to be able to use use the the video tools as part of this as well to bring these students together, but also from the point of view of um, student and supervisors as well, where um, students are able to communicate with their supervisors, um, possibly in in a video conferencing way as well. One of the other programs that uh, we have um, is what we call our SKIT program, School Counselors in Training, where it's a joint program between the University and the Department of Education and one of the, uh, with, to do with shortages of various teachers uh, in our system and there is a drastic shortage of school counselors. And so, with, with with this particular project, um, we between the education faculty and the psychology department, uh, they are involved in the retraining of practicing teachers uh, to retrain as school counsellors. And so, this particular program, um, we use this as our our springboard for students to uh, to complete this qualification. But the point I want to make about this particular site, um, we have um, we've set up these ePods and these ePods, where the... uh, Graham, as you see in the slide there, he is uh, a practising school counsellor, and so he is is acting as their school counsellor mentor as part of that. So the students, those three students are all over the state, and uh, this particular mentoring arrangement here. And in this particular instance, we've set up um, just a a separate chat room and a separate discussion room, for these particular teachers. And as as, has been mentioned by a number of uh, presenters about how do we get people to come there, um, these teachers, these trainee teachers, are actually working in schools and they... In this particular group, they meet uh, every Monday night, discuss issues where they're dealing with kids every day. And so they've found this very useful. We had a general, we had a general forum and chat re- area, but they wanted to work within their uh, particular um, little pod for that particular task. So that ePod seems to be working really well. So we're quite pleased with that. As part of that particular course, too, we also, um, as I said, we we link with the faculty of um, psychology, and there are a number of lectures that are delivered on campus uh, for for this particular subject here, abnormal advanced abnormal psychology, and the trainee school counsellors do this particular course, and um, the ones on campus uh, have access to audio lectures, and these audio lectures are accessed by. This system that we use on campus called EduStream, which is comes from Western Australia, and so this particular uh, the students who are out in the country, if you like, then they have access to the same lectures uh, that um, the on-campus students do. But just one other thing, I'll point out there. We're talking about car podcasting and so on. There's you can see there is a particular link that uh, in EduStream that students then are able to download these. Uh, lectures and as, as I said, many of them are uh, out in the country. They drive quite a way to work and so on. And so they, they wanted the facility to be able to listen to these lectures on their, on their portable player. And so they now have access to their, their audio lectures by that mode. It's already been mentioned uh, with regards to the gallery the gallery tool and um, we've been using this tool for, for quite a while now and, and a number of people have mentioned the responsiveness of Janison in relation to this. Um, one of our lecturers required this particular tool working with a Hong Kong group of students and, and so this gallery tool was created uh, quite quickly and, and it's used quite extensively in this graphics design uh, aspect of the course. Another snippet that I'd like to mention is in terms of the integration, being able to integrate integrate with a number of systems that we have on campus. And uh, one of the systems that we have um, developed within the faculty is what we call the faculty management system. Um, It has various functions, but one of those functions is a collection of uh, research papers and and information about the researchers on campus, uh, as well as a lot of other data. But what we've been able to do is to be able to pull in some of that data, so for example that that photograph there of Peter and his details underneath, Um, so if a particular website, uh, a Janison site has been set up, then we we pull in that that detail there, Uh, so it's automatically there for then the lecturers to build on. They don't have to worry about putting that information in or updating it, so that's always updated uh, dynamically from a system that we have on campus. So that, that's an early stage of that but I, I feel that we're going to be doing more of that sort of integration. We also uh, integrating off campus in relation to RSS feed. So we have uh, as, as part of a number of our courses be able to link up with EDNA and uh, so we've got the search facility of EDNA that uh, is, is, can be incorporated in, in a particular course and also therefore the, the, um, the news headlines and so on that are associated with that, whether it be K-12, early childhood or whatever, the students are then uh, exposed right there on the page to the current readings, current happenings in that particular area. So that's a, that's a very useful feature that we, we hope that uh, we can extend to other things as well. And quite a number of those features, and, and Barry alluded to this uh, on, on Thursday, uh, about our best site and the best beginning and establishing teachers and that has underneath uh, a number of those headings there in terms of teaching and learning. Uh, that's broken down into a number of teaching areas that has frequently asked questions so students uh, would have access to these um, these resources as well from once they've finished their particular course and moving on to um, face-to-face teaching as full-time teachers. You notice there we we have uh, we had a weblog that was built into that and prior to blog 1.0, um, we were using an external um, uh, blogging tool to actually incorporate. So we were encouraging students once they had graduated to then um, give the life and times of uh, a beginning teacher. So there were a number of blogs uh, that were in there of... First year out teachers, and so we're encouraging students to uh, get a real taste of the sort of things that they may be experiencing once once they go out. Down the bottom of that page, that's uh, that's uh, the address there. You're quite welcome to go and have a look at there's some guest access there, so you can get in and have a look at the sort of things that are behind um, that particular best site. And just on that, we've um, we've cloned that version there quite a few times. In terms of best PE, best design and technology, and so on, where a number of those features have been then try, uh, tailored in some ways to suit particular uh, specialisations, and so we're, we're quite happy with the way that particular course is going. Uh, just just before um, I'll go back one slide, um, just just a brief note in terms of staff development, because my role on and in the faculty is looking at Um, generally staff development and support in relation to online learning in general, but specifically supporting them with their their Janison sites. Um, As as with most organisations, we we have quite a range of expertise and level of confidence in using technology. And um, as as has been mentioned before, um, the Janison system has made um, people's level of comfort with the tools uh, quite quite happy, they're they're quite happy with that and so wish we could use this for all our subjects but at this stage we've only been able to use it for our post grade subjects. Um, Some of the the tips that we've used for that, that that all all the faculty have have laptops and so they're they're set up in a particular way to be able to uh, access their material in the same way at work and at home and that, that seems to contribute to that. We we also have a number of templates that make the course design quite easily to set up. Um, We've also set up a number of quick start guides, um, just enough information there to get them going and quite often that's what what the uh, the lecturers would need to get going. We we then have a number of small group discussions along the way, see how they're going, hold their hand a little bit uh, and a number of show and tells. And I think the show and tells are, are quite uh, valuable in saying, this is what's happening, any staff meeting, any, any opportunity, this is what we're doing, oh, I wouldn't mind trying that sort of thing. So uh, we, uh, that way of sharing those sort of things uh, we're finding is be quite valuable. So now with the, with the development of these, we're, we're hoping that the staff are now going to be moving on to trying more innovative things and with some of the newer tools we've, we've seen over the last couple of days, I'm sure the, the excitement level is going to be ramped up a little bit in relation to that. So I'd like to hand over to Shirley now and she'll give you some insights into a particular use in a subject. Just to follow, see, and just to follow on what Ian was
1: saying, in terms of comfort use, uh, this is my first experience using Janison. I was previously a WebCT user, so uh, the last year we've you know, experimented with, with Janison and I would like to share with you uh, how we used it in a particular subject. Barry and I um, co-team, co-taught this, this subject. It was a, a network-based learning subject, so the whole idea was for students to explore and, and examine network-based learning and what that meant um, in terms of design and some pedagogical principles. You, it's a, a two-part course. You can do the standard six credit points and then there's an extension, and an additional two-credit point extension for those that wish to do that. The, the overall learning design for this particular subject was task based. So there's no exam. The students complete either three or five assessment tasks, depending on what subject they're enrolled in. And the standard subject, there are three, three tasks. And we started with, um, they, they build in complexity. They start with a, a general uh, exploratory task to uh, review an existing network-based learning environment and then we give the students an opportunity to actually design uh, a, a network-based learning environment that would be suitable in their in their context and they actually then develop a prototype and some students we gave the opportunity to students to actually create Janison websites and some some did so and I'll show you some screenshots of those and others, used Moodle or just a standard website, or used WebCT. If they did the two-credit point extension, they were required to develop a case study of a a particular network-based learning issue that they identified as important to them, and they would investigate that and write a case study report. And uh, they were also to facilitate an online discussion during the subject. The resources that we provided were aimed to help students complete those subject ta- those tasks. So uh, we provided a range of uh, literature, readings, access to websites. Uh, a useful resource was giving them access to past student examples of how other students had completed the task that served as, as models to help them. And we also provided some templates, for example, a, a design statement template to help them design their their network-based learning environment. In terms of the supports, our role was to be more of a guide to help them complete uh, their tasks and and maintain an online presence and help them them collaborate with each other online and just keep the online interaction going. So we had a range of face-to-face classes and also online
2: activities.
1: The particular cohort that we taught this session were 15 students, uh, but the demographics are quite uh, varied. There were four full-time international students that were available on campus, and the rest were part-time students. Uh, Some were interstate, or one was an international student uh, that was was, uh, overseas in Hong Kong, Uh, One was in western New South Wales. And the rest were uh, a mixture that were locally based in Wollongong or worked in Sydney. So in terms of um, bringing them together or create a community of learners, it was quite a challenge how to provide adequate support for them and also make them encourage interaction and make them feel part of a a class. And these are some strategies that we adopted uh, through the subject... First of all, the, the Janison website was the first po- uh, point of, uh, of call. It was the, the central vehicle where students uh, got uh, re- received updates of, of, the, of the subject uh, and all the, all the content and all the information was provided. We, we scheduled it. We, we um, structured it in terms of wi- a weekly schedule. Although the resources were were targeted to help them complete the task, we felt that it was necessary to guide them along week by week just to give them an an indication of what they should be doing, where they should be aiming. We had an initial face-to-face workshop, and in that workshop we actually negotiated with them how they wanted to interact uh, for the session. Now some students, particularly the international full-time students, really wanted face-to-face Classes. Otherwise, they said, well, we could remain in our own countries and do this subject online. So they really want, they really value the face-to-face classes. Other students liked to come to, to class, but had uh, work commitments or they just lived too far. So we we negotiated some face-to-face classes during the session, and the remainder, when we didn't meet face-to-face, we had a one-hour online chat. Uh, for each week, as I said previously, we gave them some ideas on what they should be focusing on. And what I tried to do, especially for the face-to-face classes, for those that couldn't attend, I was quite diligent in trying to write up some workshop notes um, and pointers to make the ones that weren't able to attend attend um, have an overview, you know, so they don't feel that they missed out on something. So we tried to provide them resources uh, or I I indicated who attended uh, and the 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 key points from that workshop. Also, for every online chat, I provided the chat transcript. So for those that weren't able to participate, if they wished to do so, they could look through the online chat. Uh, Another aspect that I I tried to maintain was a a weekly... A weekly announcement, I was adding resources to the website as I was finding them also to help students complete the tasks. And so any website changes that I made to the subject, I made sure that students were aware of that. And we found that by providing a a weekly announcement, that was a, a a, a really good help for them because they'd only go to one place first and they'd know how the website had changed or been updated. Some of the interaction strategies um, are listed up as follows. First of all, we started off with some small online activities in the first weeks so that students could firstly ensure that the technology worked for them in, at home and, and also uh, for them to get to know each other. So we started off with a, a small glossary task. We, they brainstormed some keywords and we allocated them in peers and they were to work together. Um, to, to come up with the definition and post that up to the website. As mentioned before, we had scheduled online chat sessions and those chat sessions, we gave the students the opportunity to raise issues that they wanted to talk about. So the preliminary chat sessions were... Uh, you know, to reduce concerns about the assessment task, to try and reduce any anxiety that they had, um, answer any questions. And also other students would sort of help each other so, in, in terms, they, they were quite successful. People, uh, the students at the end of the subject said that that was really um, a, a crucial part to the subject in, in terms of bringing the social aspect together, of, of really bringing it together as a cohort. And, you know, we had quite interesting sessions. Barry attended one chat, he facilitated one chat session from, from Taiwan in some. Cafe that the keyboard didn't work, so that was was quite quite an interesting session. Uh, also, the students were that took the 916 um, component uh, had to facilitate an online discussion, so they would post up, um, and it was up to them whether to do it synchronously, either in a chat session or use the discussion forum. And so I would, in the announcements, I would try and encourage other students to to support those students by posting uh, by posting to their their online discussions. But overall, students did help each other, and quite some some interesting discussions emerged in those um, online forums. Uh, finally, in about week nine, this is a 13-week session. In about week nine, we were in we were lucky to uh, be introduced to the, the Uh, Video and presentation tools. So we had the idea, in terms of uh, their final assignment, which was developing uh, a network-based learning prototype, uh, we had the idea that perhaps they could use this tool to generate just a brief presentation about their uh, prototype and place that on the website. So some of the students produced some Janison websites. And I've got them, just a few screenshots here. They were quite extensive. And what we did was, in week 11, there was to be a face to face workshop where students were encouraged to come to class and present their, their work to the others. It was a non compulsory uh, meeting, and it was just an opportunity for students to share their work with others. So we thought that those that could not attend the face-to-face could potentially make a presentation and and place it on the website. So uh, Barry and I did a little demo for them to show them how the tool could be used, and I just tried to model what they could potentially uh, cover in their brief presentation uh, by just giving them five questions that they could focus on. Uh, Overall... They had, they didn't have a lot of time to work on it, but and it wasn't compulsory. So we had two students that did did attempt it, and it worked for them. Um, Some students had technical difficulties, but overall we had two students, and um, they 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 used the presentation tool in a more of an evaluative um, as an evaluative exercise, and they came up with some really good feedback that perhaps we can we can share with, with the Janison team. So in terms of future use for for that presentation tool, we, we could see the potential. Unfortunately it was it was introduced fairly late into our subject, but some ideas on how if that subject we would run again as it was, how could we introduce some presentation tools? Well obviously we would like them to uh, produce a presentation of their prototype. But also, we could use it for the initial face-to-face workshop. Rather than have, we could have a face-to-face workshop, but we'd also supplement that by some presentation that we can put up on the website. And we could also potentially use the, the video conferencing tool for those and that initial small work, uh, small pair work activity. And we could also allow the student, give access to the students, and let them work out how they would like to use it. These are postgraduate students; they have wonderful ideas on how they can use technology, and you know you can put it in the hands for them to, to serve their needs. That's our experience in our subject. If Barry would like to come up and conclude with some overall ideas.
2: Thank you, Shirley. Shirley said last night I had to come up with a big vision about all of this and uh, how we were going to really uh, move ahead with these tools. Well, by 11 o'clock last night I didn't have a vision, uh, so this is what you're getting. Um, so what I think what we've, we've really learned has been that um, once these tools are in place, we can't just... Shirley's come up with a set of ideas about design for specifically for that subject, but we, we can't just take that and say, well, let's adjust this subject a little here. I think we need now to have a complete redesign. So that is, what new types of tasks do the new tools facilitate? We'll, we'll have to rethink that whole idea. How will we assess these tasks? So what, what's different about the assessment process? Now you've got these other uh, quite different affordances. And, and then we're going to have to trial and research whether that's going to work. So um, uh, for us, I think it's important that, that we don't just say, all right, okay, here's some great new technology, let's just plug it in. We can do it, but uh, for me, uh, I think it's important that there's a complete rethink about how that's going to work. So, and, and the second part of that is, how do we then take more advantage of these new affordances? That is, we've got to rethink now what other things we may now like to do with students that we couldn't before. There's an obvious advantage with the social interaction, uh, and Shirley's pointed some of that out. So um, we can connect students better, I think, Um, but there's certainly some other opportunities that nobody's thought of yet that we've got to try to come up with because we've now got those new tools. I'll also take the opportunity just to give a quick ad for Wollongong University. Um, Just anybody thinking of doing some great study next year online, Uh, we offer grad certs in all of those specialisations, and it's a three-subject sequence. We then offer an additional three subjects if you want to trade your grad cert in and get a master's degree. All of that's online using Jansen tools. We also have doctoral studies, PhD and EDD studies, and we have a whole range of smaller short courses that I'm not representing there that you can come into the site to to have a look at. Uh, If you want to get to any of that, it's just uh, www.uow.edu.au. So thank you very much for your uh, indulgence this afternoon.